I remember it was the middle of March and it was snowing in Monaghan. Um, on a Friday night, we, we travelled up in the lap of luxury in a brand new bus and uh, God knows what people in, in Monaghan thought of us now stepping off the bus. But um, yeah, again, it was just it was just a, a savage bit of crack going on. You know, we really enjoyed it. Wexford Soccer, the heart of the community, a beat sports spotlight. You're very welcome to episode three of our spotlight focus on Wexford Soccer. That was the voice of Connor Sinnott. Connor was the club's captain in their opening campaign in the League of Ireland in 2007. As well as that, he holds the distinction of registering the club's first goal in the league. The game itself, I remember, I think we went 1-0 down quite early in the game. Possibly went 2-0 down, I can't remember, but um, I think I, I, got, I scored a free kick. Uh, it was, was the first goal that we got on the board and we, we managed to come back and get a draw. Two all, so we were we were quite pleased leaving Monaghan uh, and the three and a half, four hours trip down the road. But um, it was great. There was there was a decent crowd came up to, to actually see it on a very very rough night up there, but we, we got off to a decent start. At the time, there was much made about this new side from the southeast and plenty of people in awe with their flamboyant appearance. For Mick Wallace, style was important, and his side were painted in it. Oh well, I was very very skeptical about them to say the least. Uh, as, as captain, I suppose I had to go up and do a, a photo shoot, a pre-season photo shoot, and um, all 20 clubs or 22 clubs from the League of Ireland were there and. I remember being in the in the Maldron Hotel across from uh, Tallis Stadium and we were all pulling out our gear, you know, and all the usual suspects were there and rovers were there and bows were there and all the rest of it. And then, of course, I was pulling out this pink socks and shorts and jersey, a luminous pink, of course, as well. Mick wouldn't have it any other way, you know. So it was, um, yeah, it, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't the best of moments for me. But look, I, I think in fairness, it did create an identity. An identity it certainly created, and this is something that the Wexford youth side has had since 2012. An array of silverware and internationally recognised players have all called the colours their own. One of the most successful of these was Irish international Rihanna Jarrett. Despite the wealth of personal accolade, Rihanna will never look past the accomplishments of her team. I was 17 when I first joined Wexford youth. I said I, I grew up playing with the same players there's, as I said there's always been a core group at Wexford and still got Kylie Murphy who is the driver behind everything um, you've still got Adele Kennedy you've still got Nicholas Sinna and you've still got the likes of Kira Rossiter Lauren Dwyer Lolly Collin that, that have all been there kind of from the start and, and I think without those girls and the number of us that have left and the club wouldn't be where they are but then there's also a lot of work that has been going on in the background um, you've got the likes of Eddie Cullen and, and Tom Dunn that that make sure that we don't want for anything um, and, and obviously the past and, and present managers as well I think it's just turned out to be a great club and we were just happy that we were like our own identity and, and, and we kind of brought some, not only success but kind of like some good football and, and some community back to Wexford which was kind of missing at that stage for a long long time. When you speak to anybody within the Wexford Youth setup, team is the fundamental word. It's not about individuals at Wexford Youths, although individual accolades are held very high. Team is the fundamental progression and the foundation for all success. And it is that particular ethos that Rihanna still holds today. What makes it that, that little bit sweeter is when the team is successful. Um, it's one thing doing well individually, but when the team is successful, it, it makes a whole lot of difference. And I think for me, I wouldn't have been successful without the girls, without the team, without the way we were playing, without the service that I was getting. And, Obviously, only one person can win Player of the Year, only one person can get top goal scorer, but I was obviously fortunate that for my last two seasons in the league that it was me. Um, but as I said, I wouldn't have been able to do it without without a great group of girls there. And I think, for me, finishing on a high um, individually with Wexford Utes was great. Um, but unfortunately, my last season, we, we got pipped to the league, um, but we did manage to 
to win the cup final, which was which was great. It's a, it's a great day out, and um, obviously playing playing in the Aviva Stadium a number of times with the girls is is fantastic. But as I said, um, definitely the the team accolades outweigh the, the individual ones for me. In tomorrow's episode, we'll be focusing on the honours that have been won, the European campaigns, and that famous night in Turner's Cross.